Welcome to Nerdables episode 415. This episode, we discuss Halo the series new trailer, a live action Halo series that is for Paramount Plus. We discuss Hit Monkey on Hulu, the 20th anniversary special of Harry Potter on HBO Max, Disney's real lightsaber won't be for fans to touch, the Star Wars all age comic book line going from IDW to Dark Horse. The Disney Plus Star Wars series Ahsoka finds it Sabine Wren. And we continue to be displeased with the Hasbro HasLab Star Wars Black Series 6-inch Rancor. So this is going to be Nerdables episode 415, Chris Needs 16 Inches. Welcome everyone, I'm R.A. Joining me are Chris and Ethan. Did you open up with blowitoutyourass.com? No, but you oh, just uh, put it in there. <laughs> every t- no, you serenaded everybody. No, I blew it out your ass. You serenaded everybody as we came on. So, uh, did anyone happen to watch the Halo trailer for uh, the new uh, Paramount Plus series? No. It wasn't really much of a trailer. It was just... I figured. It was a game screen. No, well, kind of, it, it kind of did look CG-ish. And it's, it's a guy well, it's basically sitting there and you see the scars on his back. I mean, they're not going to build the suit, so it's going to be CG. And then you see him put on the helmet and it says, hello, action? Is it live, live action, action or is it like the, the Lion King live action where it's CG stuff? But well, it, sure, it, it'll outside, be both. Outside the suit, it'll be shot. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be Final Fantasy where yeah. you see them, you know, it's or trying I, to the The Lord of the Rings TV series is going to be live action and, and But the CGI. idea that if, if they're in the suits the entire time, you don't have to do, make it live action because mm-hmm. the aliens are going to be CGI. The, tr- the ships and cars and guns are going to be CGI and the people are going to CGI. So when they're sitting in the inside the ship going, man, these aliens suck ass. They're going to be real people. And then from there, my thing is, someone else had mentioned this the other day. I talked about when we talked about this, when whatever the last Halo thing failed. And one of the things I said was, it's hard to do a Halo movie because the story's already there. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? Because that, that's we, we talked about that. And I think that was like the revelation of the day going, the story that's in the game, that's why that game is so popular in addition to being a first-person shooter where you can run around. And they said one of the other things that they think is the problem with video games like that is when you play Halo and that story means something to you because you're the protagonist. You mm-hmm. get the... Well, you're ma- experiencing yeah. everything. You, get, you experience everything, and then you get in the Master Chief suit, and in order to get the story going, you have to go capture, you know, the emitter rare or whatever. Well, that's what so they when you're watching a movie that, that, looks, that looks like the game, it just doesn't... It doesn't mean anything to you. And yes, they did the first person part of Doom and everyone hates that, that movie. Last, anyway. The last mm-hmm. 10 minutes of Doom, yeah. you know, is in first person mode. mode. And yeah, it POV. Just, it just and it just does not work. It just doesn't work. So with Halo, you either have to come up with a new... I mean, obviously it's going to be a different story than the exact storyline that you're in, the seven Halos or whatever that's there. See, if I was there... it be a side story. But you have to like re... Either do something super early or super later. If I was doing Halo as a story, I'd be like, it's 40 years after whatever the last I Halo was just going to say... I, you make it canon to the games, and you make it after. Master, they, you have to bring Master Chief back in order to save the universe. Whatever the, the specific or, you know. is, but it's, you have to set it outside of the time that this. Yes. That the, mm-hmm. and, and doesn't Halo take over like 100 years now or something? Something Between like that. all of the Halos that are out and all of the ancillary games or whatever. Because you know the backstory of the aliens. You get that in Halo and Halo 2. Yeah. You get well, when the, when what the was aliens... the newest Halo that just came out? Infinite. Infinite. Well, there you go. That's set all, all out of time. <laughs> An infinite amount of time. When um, that game ends, you're like, I'm going to sue this for false advertising. This is, this is going to be infinite. So, But yeah, no, it just, 
I saw the, it, it's a blimp of a trailer. It's not even, I mean, it is a, a true teaser because yeah. you don't get anything other than you hear Cortana's voice saying, hi, you know, welcome master chief or something. It's the Jurassic world thing. That's like four seconds and telling you go to IMAX and watch the whole trailer. No, just give me the whole trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you see his back all scarred up and everything. And then all, you see him put on the helmet and it just kind of turns to the side. A little he bit. shouldn't be that scarred. If he's had that, ar- that armor, the is armor should right? keep it right. Like, does he, is, is there like sharp points no, you, inside the armor? You played the multiplayer. You can die. You can die, but. Yeah, but that armor is supposed to. But be there's armor. also. It's, yeah, it covers all the, you know, vital organs, I guess. But, you know, he gets shot in the shoulder or a, a laser makes, bullet goes through, makes, like, underneath his armor into his back. Know, that, yeah, but he's got, pretty, he's got, like, like knife and, and swords, you know, scars on that his back. That, too, you know. So. He's in a fight club. They have, they have an energy sword. So, of course, it's everybody's awesome. favorite weapon. You get that energy sword when you play multiplayer. Like, this is awesome. This is better than any of the guns. All you now, do is we know it. that. Unless you run up to somebody who's got a shotgun, because, man. No, you just figure out a way to get behind him. The, when I, when, when, the ratio between dying when you have an energy sword with somebody with a shotgun to having an energy sword and, know, the shotgun and being able to kill everybody. doesn't kill you in the first shot. The end, the, you get behind him with a sword. You just hit him with a sword. If you're dead. good enough and somebody starts that charging shotgun, you, That shotgun's one of the most powerful weapons. Yeah, when you get close enough and you hit that shotgun right before the energy sword gets close to reach you, you're dead. You don't run up to him from the front. That's stupid. No, but that, I would say the shotgun is the best weapon. Energy sword. The, they, the, energy, the energy sword and the pistol, if you can get two people, because the pistol's a one shot if you get right behind him too. Mm-hmm. When he used to play, you know, a long time ago, when I played Dazzler, it, <clears throat> and neither of us were really that good, so it was fun playing one-on-one because we were kind of in the same skill set, until I figured out how to get an energy sword because I would just sneak up behind him and I'd just kill him. Done. Plasma bombs are great, especially if you can stick them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the, the sword and, and the shotgun were always the best, too. Especially, matter of fact, I think I got my only triple kill on... Multiplayer, when and I still it, it pops up on my memories every once in a while. <laughs> I threw a plasma grenade, grenade hit somebody, shot somebody with a, a shotgun, and I think I turned and used my sword, like switched real quick and got a triple kill. I was like, "Whoa, how did I do that?" No, the, but because I was never. I mean, I, I was okay at multiplayer, but I was never really. That great. I only got really into multiplayer with Halo One when I played with friends. And then Pablo from Sao Paulo in Brazil kicked your ass every. When Halo, yeah, when Halo Two, and you start playing online and everything like that, and I was no mommy, I don't want to go to bed. I want to stay and beat this American dog another time. Yeah, so I I kind of. uh, That's why we played multiplayer here. Was just hand it to K and like here you kill people. (laughs) I kind of want to do that one night though. Play Uh, just us multiplayer. If we play when Halo One was out. Remember once we went to, that's what cyber cafes were for. Yeah. I mean, that was the thing was they were all connected on the, on the land or whatever. Yeah. And you didn't have to play on the same screen. So you couldn't figure, because you know, that's how, the only time I could ever beat Eric at like Tom Clancy or whatever was because we're on the same screen and I could just look up and be like, okay, I know where he is. All right. He's on the other end of the island. I know where to get to him or whatever. And he did the same thing. And then he would just wipe the floor with me. If I could play him within the first week he got the game. Yeah. It would sort of be even. And then I'd come back like a month later. I couldn't even get a shot off. He would just, he would kill me every time. It wasn't even close. I'm like, this isn't fun anymore. Not I doing think this anymore. my favorite first person shooter was uh, the Ghost Recon one. Um, 
There's been so many of them. I don't know which one you're talking about. There was a Tom Clancy one that had. There was a go- for for PS2. I think it was. It wasn't. I don't know. It might have been Ghost Recon, but it was like a team sort of thing in the first player. Um, that was the one because there was there's a map halfway through, that's like this big valley, mm-hmm. and if you have the sniper rifle, you can just sit up on the top, and you just shoot everyone with the sniper rifle. And one of the Call of Duty ones I got good at too, and I could just go in there and just I I was. I'm like, how the who's playing this game? Because I'm doing really talking about this because Call of Duty came up in that same conversation because it was talking about that the the one that they changed the Call of Duty where you open as the Russian terrorist and you just shoot the Moscow thing. That was um, uh, I think Ghost Protocol, uh, wasn't it? No, it wasn't because it was it wasn't because they like invaded the United States or whatever, didn't they? Eventually, it was in in a uh, airport. Right. That no that. That level was there, but the thing of the game was that I the Russians invaded. I thought it was Rainbow invaded. Six. It wasn't no, Rainbow Six. No. It, was it, it, was, it was a Call of Duty. It was a Call of Duty. And that was the opening one was you were the bad guy. Yeah. Because you did it to force... Uh, you were playing like as an American terrorist who killed all those people in Moscow. And then American... And it was you were being paid or whatever to start World War Three. Yeah, and then the Russians invaded the United States because I remember like no, I remember one of the one of the levels I was on top of like a Popeyes or something. <laughs> it's like a chicken place, yeah. <laughs> trying to figure out. But I played that, and like halfway through it, I'm like, I, I no, this I don't want to do this anymore. Like this is disgusting. <laughs> well, and most people felt that way too, and that's I think that's why they kind of did an update in which um, yeah, everywhere you can skip it for well, I mean Modern yeah, Warfare Two. That's Modern what it was. Was Modern Warfare. So you can either skip it completely or, you know, downloaded a new copy of the game or something which didn't have the level at all on Yeah, there. it was, it was, they had one where you could choose to play it or not. And then the, because the results with the, the, the level has no, you can't die in it. Nobody comes after you. Yeah. You know, it's just how long do you want to keep killing people until you like blow up the airplane or something and then the level ends. And that was the other one was like, yeah, you can, you can just blow up the airplane or it just skips it and it gives you the story. You know, this, yeah. this terrorist group is pretending to be Americans and killing all these people. But yeah, it was, it was, you get through it. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. So it was bad. Would you watch the halo show live action show? I don't, know, I don't watch anything anymore. So probably, I mean, it's always got a, the, the game has a great story I and mean, that's why I've always liked it, but he's got to get through saved by the bell first. No, they are doing a season two. Yeah, yeah good way to ride. Didn't bring up. back Cunt Punky Brewster, Cause, but cause they Punky freaking bring. I love the Punky look Brewster. At, good for you. It look at the licensing though between those two brands. Saved by the Bell for the last ten years, they've been selling merchandise and blah blah, oh, blah whatever. You're talking before. about the merchandising. Yeah, that's what you just said. They haven't, they haven't done anything for Punky Brewster. Nobody cares about Punky Brewster. I it's care like about a, Punky Brewster. Well, you care too much about Punky Brewster. Well, you didn't care enough about Punky Brewster. I did. I watched it multiple times. <laughs> And Suleiman Fry is still as cute and lovely. And I really wish you would just go fuck her so you could I wish shut I up about her. <laughs> and like every other show, I was like, well, Punky Brewster, it's, I don't care. You guys really don't like my taste in women. Punky no, Brewster. I couldn't care less about Slay women. Slave Moon Fry. Moon. No, it's, it's, not, it's just Fry. you continually mentioning over and over again. It's not that I don't think either of those women are not beautiful women. It just doesn't matter. I mean, everyone makes fun of me. Your wife stopped listening to the show because she thought I was creepy about it. But every week, you're like, Selene Moon Fry is so hot. <laughs> and her tits were so big. And, and I watched I know, that show no, over and care. over again. I didn't care about her big tits. Yeah, I, you did. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Um, but no, it's just Saved by the Bell, yes. And, and that probably is because I kind of question the same thing. Yes, there is that nostalgia factor for an awful show. 
I mean, the old show is awful. The new show is awful, but between the two, of the those, new show is pathetically awful. Between those two shows, Saved by the Bell would make them more money. So that's oh yeah, why they kept it. It's it's it's, it's also more it's diverse. An click. Well, it's an easier click. It's your dad watched it. You know, mm-hmm. whatever. Funky Brewster was syndicated in like Channel Five or whatever. <laughs> Nobody watched it. Saved by the Bell was on NBC Saturday mornings or all around the cartoons and stuff. Saturday, they Saved by the Bell is what killed Saturday morning cartoons. No, that was Menudo. No, it killed Saturday morning cartoons, honestly, was Nick. Because Nickelodeon well, yeah. was all the one that started playing cartoons. Mm-hmm. And you got them all the time, so Saturday morning didn't mean anything. It's like football. If you, if you have but the NFL... But they also found it was cheaper if, to make, make live-action shows than it yes, was. Yes, but it was also that that day stopped being special. Yes. Because you had cartoons in the afternoon, and we were still okay, but there sure. was still like an hour on Fox. Or an hour on on KCAL or whatever, or Channel 13. And we yeah, 3.30 to 5.30. Expert and, you know, whatever. But then when Nick shows up and it's like all the cartoons and the stuff that people really liked was on Nickelodeon, Saturday morning didn't mean anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Then the Cartoon Network came yeah. around. This is, the NFL is all the same thing. Like, if, if the NFL was on Monday through Saturday, yeah, one of those days just wouldn't be special anymore. It's yeah. because it's Sunday, Monday and Thursday. That's it. That's all you get. Even having the Thursday games kind of much, but I know why they do yeah, it because it's awful. Is <laughs> the Thursday game is there's one year where like I don't think any of the Thursday games were within f- none of the teams were within like 17 points of each other. Every game was a blowout. It was mm-hmm. or, or it would be a game that was like three nothing. What was the the Bills and Steelers or whatever last week was like nine yeah. to three or six to three? Like this is stupid. Yep, <laughs> that was a Monday night game too. That one that Pittsburgh in the in the mud where it ended at like three to nothing in overtime. And someone mm-hmm. said, this is the worst NFL game that's ever existed. There was, that was, uh, there was Steelers a, and it was two teams that are usually good because that we, you Calust and I were at a, at a barbecue place on Topanga mm-hmm. watching that game. And it was, it was so, rainy and muddy oh, and there was so no bad. passing and nobody could score. Mm-hmm. The field was just so destroyed. You couldn't do anything. I, st- I remember one year when I was went to, Whatever Boney Mountain used to be. I can't remember the name of what that place was for the longest time. But I was up there. We're all watching football. And this is a year, like, this is before Seattle became good. They're one of the worst teams in the league. And the tri- the Lions, like, every year one of the worst teams in the league. Mm-hmm. And that game wasn't on. Mm-hmm. And the owner of, the, of that place was a big Lions fan. And I remember, I was like, why don't you have the Lions game on? I was like, because they're playing Seattle. And I said, the thing is, is and, and I looked down at my phone, I'm like, oh, breaking news. The Hague is trying the NFL for war crimes or crimes against humanity for letting that game go on. <laughs> they should have just canceled that game and made it a tie to, for both of them and just go forward. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you see that? Uh, I guess you you did saw it because you're the one who posted it. That um, probably that HBO Max is going to have a Harry Potter 20th anniversary special with bringing back the original three cast members. Yep. They also have starting. Thanksgiving weekend on TBS it's on Thanksgiving night. Is that the, the first episode? The, Heron, the Helen Mirren yeah. uh, tournament of why is Helen Mirren doing that? I don't know, but I want her as the headmaster of whatever new Harry Potter show they're going to do. I don't know. She looks awful in that commercial. I just she I'm like God. She'd make a great headmaster. Well, it's because for she's. I think she's one of the people that people are like. How is she not in Harry Potter? Right. Everybody else is. Everybody else. Every, almost flipping, every English was, actor was. Yeah, in. I was flipping channels. Yesterday, or last night, and Sister Act 2 was on IFC or whatever, yeah. and it's um, uh, McGonagall. Yes. Well, I can't remember her name. 
the uh, actress. Um, but yes, but basically she's in it, and I was like, oh yeah, she's in that. Oh yeah, she's the head, she's that. the head, uh, she's the mother superior. Yeah. Uh, that was such a. I remember those were those were good ones. They're supposed to make a sister act on uh, H on Disney Plus. Make anything on Disney Plus. Whoopi Goldberg needs some money. Can't wait for live action snorks. <laughs> <laughs> That one people it. died when they did it because they all drowned. <laughs> they shot the whole thing. Underwater. Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith. Uh, no, that but that would be on uh, Peacock anyways because Snorks and uh, and Smurfs were distributed by uh, NBC. They were on NBC. They weren't distributed by NBC. Well, they were on. Yes, not all those shows were owned by NBC at all. Saved by sure. the Bell was, which I think part of the reason why it lasted and the other ones didn't. They yeah. didn't have to give any money away. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, but it'll be really interesting to see this special. This is all Peacock does is just do 20th anniversary specials. No, Friends. no, no. Uh, you're talking about uh, HBO, HBO Max. HBO Max, yeah. What did I say Peacock? HBO, we were talking about, HBO about Max had the Friends one, right? Yes. Had the Friends reunion. Friends, they had Fresh Prince. That's right. They did. That was the first one. The Fresh Prince was interesting because that was just basically them sitting there talking about the shows and they'd show the clips of the shows. Yeah. And then they'd be like, hey, Will, Will Smith made a lot of money. Yeah, so they, they would actually show what they were talking about, and they talk about the show. And right. Have Justin Bieber show up for no reason. But like, he yeah, was, I wasn't born when Friends was out. What's up? Uh. No, he but he was. They did a. Uh, they did a runway show of the costume. Some of the so costumes. Stupid. Remember yeah. that stupid G four thing? It was last year at like Thanksgiving. The wasn't Thanksgiving it? thing, yeah, yeah. And they're just talking. They didn't show anything for the show. Yeah, it was just like, hey, remember when? And then there was just some stupid skits and stuff like that. That's the kind of thing like all we really want. Just sit down and get a subject. Get someone to be like, "What did you think the first day you walked into the?" You know, if, if you have uh, Candace who takes over for Olivia, I'd be really interested in interviewing her. When you walked in that first day, what were you thinking about replacing someone who nerds were absolutely obsessed with? You know, and no one was ever going to accept her at or all. What about Sarah? What's her name? The the Playboy model, Sarah Underwood. Underwood. Well, she was doing. Yes. She did the fill in. She was already on the show. She was doing the the news. Right. And she filled in a little bit here and there. And then they, they, when they announced Candace as the permanent host, I still remember like, oh, man, they're going to hate her. Yeah. Because everyone was obsessed with Olivia Munn. I'll never forget. I was working in her house, one E3. And then she showed up. No. And she had. Like, oh, my God. I need someone who knows games to just. Mm. She, she had to go film the E3 event. And then she came back. And it was the day that they were, I guess they were wrapping up or something because they were asking what their favorite games were of the E3. And I remember that, um, I almost said Blake Lively. Uh, what's her name, Blake? Um, I've become Blake now. Blake. Uh, um, Blake? Does the comic books. Blair. Blair. Blair Underwood. Not Blair Underwood. <laughs> Blair Underwood. Because there was Blair and Man Blair. Yes. And Man Blair... Mary Jessica Chobot, and I cannot believe that for the rest of my life. Yes. And they are super happy. Their Instagrams are so cool. It's funny, though, that that Jessica Chobot didn't come back for, because she did fill in for, for Attack Jessica of the Show. Jessica Chobot was amazing. And she was also and at that's the why Nerdist she, forever. Yes, yeah, and then she left Nerdist, because yeah. I think she was very upset with Nerdist, and she left. And she was sort of like, I'm not going to do this sort of thing. But I'm surprised they haven't brought her back for the... the I don't think she has any interest in G4 at all. No. She has her own makeup and clothing line, I believe. She's still doing stuff with, I think, somebody else, some other tech thing. Uh, She's but, perfectly fine. So, anyways, they were talking to him about their favorite, you know, game, 
And I remember Blair said, yeah, Twisted Metal was my favorite game. And they sit and they went around and they said, you know, Olivia, what was your favorite? She goes, um, oh, God, there's so many of them. Uh, what was that one game? What was that one game you just mentioned, Blair? She said, Twisted Metal? She said, yeah, that was my favorite game of E3. And, everything. and she came back to the house and I was still there. I was like, I just watched the show. Did you even... I said, what was your favorite game? She goes, I have no fucking clue. I didn't pay attention to the damn games. I was there to do a job. This will be the only episode that anyone other than that one person listens to, <laughs> and Olivia Munn's going to sue us. <laughs> right. Because we've revealed the secret that every nerd should know, but doesn't, is that people that talk to you about nerd stuff on TV, they don't care. Well, she, Microsoft had know. given her an Xbox for every room of yeah, her house. It doesn't. It, and she, I said, like, what, what game do you, you know, what would you game Stop throwing her game? under the bus. Yes, she didn't care. It's the same thing. Kevin Pereira, I always respected him because he came out and said, I'm not a gamer. Right. I'm not into this stuff. I'm into tech and music. And that was it. Well, he started on electric television or whatever it was. Yeah. They all started up in San Francisco. Yeah. It was, and that was their, their thing when they started in San Francisco was everyone they hired really was. Right. Morgan Webb and um, Adam, Adam Sessler, Sessler were hardcore gamers. Yes. And they were producers and they were writers and they were comedians and Morgan Blair was gorgeous. And she's like, yeah, sure. Put me in a tank top. I don't care. Um, once they came to LA and G4 started getting picked up by more and more cable stations, they started hiring people that really weren't into this sort of thing. Sarah Underwood came in. She's like, I like Star Wars. And that's about it. And that's, and that's what, what they that's did. That's what Olivia her. was. Olivia liked right. Star Wars and some was, other things like that. The problem was, is they pushed Olivia to be, hey, we want you to lie about games and lie about movies and lie about all this other stuff that you don't really care about. She wanted to be a TV star, and that's right. what she was. And it wasn't, you know, I still remember when, um, what's his face? Uh, the comedian, Chris, Chris, what's his face? Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. And the nerdist. Yeah. But it, no, when Chris Hardwick and Kevin were talking about like new tech. Yeah. You could tell that's what they were into. Sure. And in it, like that, what they were showing on the TV was Red Dead Redemption Two or whatever, and Hardwick asked Pereira something like, "How are you with this game?" He's like, "I don't know what I'm doing." Yeah, I su- I, I like playing it, but I suck at it. Well, that's the same with Olivia. I don't, she could I don't do like the- role playing games. I don't like fighting games. I don't like perfect. This is the kind of game I like playing, and that's right. about it. You, that was was, Olivia was like that. She couldn't. She couldn't talk about the tech. She couldn't talk about the games. But if you talk to her about movies and even comics to a point, she did know what she was talking about. And that's what, you know, that was one. And it always to me is, is on a, you know, we make fun of those people for not knowing, but it's really a producer's fault. Oh, it's totally. them that are pushing something. And you see it in sports television all the time too. Mm-hmm. Good thing we don't have a producer. Are, yeah. <laughs> We'd be talking about crypto. I'm forced to talk about things that I don't, I don't care. No, about. you don't talk you. about it. You I mean, just sit there. Yeah. You don't, last week's show, you, you sat there for 20, 30 minutes and didn't speak for. Well, yeah, because you guys went on a rant on Star Wars books. Of course, I don't know anything about that. Well, maybe you should read. No. Um, Reading's for suckers. You wouldn't have liked my morning, though. So, G4, actually, you know, it's funny we bring it up because they just started their Twitch channel up again where they are having all these shows, and, you know, they're still... Their attack of the show is there, but some of the guests... Or some I do love that everyone's just like, oh, yeah, why did these people come back? Because like, it's been 10 years, and they have lives. Right. You know, I don't think Morgan Webb is interested in doing X-Play again. Olivia's doing uh, Hitmonkey. Oh, that's right. It just came out, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. If you if you like um, Monkeys Invincible, if you like Invincible, you'll like Hitmonkey. Why is it better than MODOK? Oh, it's totally better than MODOK. Jason, Jason Sudeikis is in it. 
Uh, Olivia Munn is in it. It's really good. Um, good for it. And if you like monkeys that assassinate like I said, people, if and you like blood, monkeys and you like hits, you'll like hit monkey. Like hits of like music just hits, hit. just just like you know, people smacking each other around. Like the greatest hits of the two thousands. Yeah. You know the reason why you're watching like video game? Videos? No, it, I had the uh, HBO Max thing up, and to remind me to talk about uh, the Harry Potter you. thing. It's almost as if we should have a producer to remind <laughs> us what our topics are. Well, it would help because then I wouldn't have to sit here and try to to you know do both. Um, and then forget yourself? about what I was going to say. That's what I thought. Uh, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Uh, Fans freaking out, you know, like with G four and stuff. Fans are really freaked out over the uh, Dark Horse Star Wars announcement. Really interesting if we had a rundown beforehand, so I knew what the hell we talked about. I don't know if fans were freaking out. It's just there were several fans that didn't read the, the. All they saw was the oh, picture. Wait, so somebody on the internet didn't read the article. <laughs> they just saw the picture of the Dark Horse and the Star Wars. And Star they, Wars returns to Dark Horse, and, and everybody the, didn't click it, and everyone went crazy. And it's because people don't recognize reality. And the reality is Star Wars as an adult property, what Marvel produces, it's never going anywhere else because Disney owns Correct. it. Correct. The only reason IDW was doing all ages is because Marvel, they, Lucasfilm went to Marvel and said, we'd like to do an all ages book. And Marvel said, F off. We yeah. don't do that. We don't do all ages stuff anymore. So they had a relationship with IDW because of the um, uh, artist editions. Stuff. Yes. And some of the other stuff that they were reprinting that were actually Marvel properties when they were doing the the uh, newspaper strips that mm-hmm. Russ Manning did for Star Wars. Technically, the, Marvel would have the first right of refusal. Right. If Marvel's like, yeah, we're not going to publish this because we, we're not going to sell enough copies. IDW is like, what you think is not enough copies is like our number one seller. Yeah. So we will do that. And we've known for a little bit because the stuff that is being released right now, the comics that are released by IDW right now, should have their advanced solicitation in the book market of the collected series. And we have nothing, none of that was there. And so we discovered that March would be the end of their license. And it looked like they, when you, when you don't have any solicitations, it means you're not even negotiation for right. renewal. And so they were wondering where stuff was going to go. And I think a lot of people just assumed that Marvel would probably do it. Not me, because I knew that Marvel doesn't want to. So all the High Republic tie-in... No, not all. The High Republic series will still be at Marvel. No, 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 no. I, I, I mean the the young adult. Why everything, the... everything that's an adventures label. Yeah, Star Wars adventures, High Republic adventures, the reprints that they've done in the kind of chibi style of the movies. That's all IDW. That stuff is all done. Okay, um, so those are finished. If you, up. Yeah, if you want to read adventure, uh, High Republic adventures, the monster at Temple Peak, which is excellent. You got to find the issues because who knows if that's ever going to get collected. Right. Because I don't know if Dark Horse is going to, because to do that, they'd probably, well, they might do it with a, with High Republic. But So that stuff. Was, I could see maybe way. High Republic. They have said they are doing, they will be continuing an all ages line for Star Wars, including a High Republic thing. So there'll be the same idea. The same type of comics will come out from them. There may be different, you know, there's different editors that'll work on it. Sure. There's different talent that'll work on it because... It's IDW that found that talent. Right. You know, they went to Daniel Jose Older and said, will you do the High Republic Adventures or vice versa? He went to them and said, I have an all ages idea. Yeah. 
that book is really not all ages. <laughs> and it's super important because all the books, the, the prose books and even the comic are like, yeah, we don't know where Yoda is. Yeah. We have no idea. You know what I know where Yoda is? You got to read the High Adventures book. Well, there's so many. Um, what was it? The Eye of the Storm or something? That was the YA book or something? Mm-hmm. That is so important because, I the, mean, the one of the main characters book, dies in that. The kids book. Yes. For the first one is super important because that's where you meet Vernestra. Right. That's where you meet her Padawan, who is... Look, we've lost Ethan again. Yeah, who is the main characters in the second YA book. Mm-hmm. And the idea that Vernestra is questioning what she's doing. Right. Questioning the decisions of the Jedi, making her a, 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 a full knight and a master of another person mm-hmm. when they're like three years apart. Right. Um, That's also where you meet, uh, what's her name, who's the monster hunter? That... Um, is has not Jedi. in not in that book not in that book but in in the you meet her in the no you she, meet her in the YA stuff is she in is Tyrek in the YA stuff before yes the second before the adult. second book where, yes where where they're on where they have the uh, celebration you meet her before where's Ty in the first YA book <sighs> the first YA book is what uh, introduces you to the Drenger. To the plant bad guy. Yeah, that was super, super important. That's and like, I hadn't read that. When I, yeah, when I read it and I told you, I was like, you have to read this. I was like, what the hell is it? You know, I went back and read it and was okay, this makes sense. Ty, I think Ty's in that first that book where you, she should she's be. first introduced there. And one of the, she's I know she's she, not in the first one. I, think I know she's, she's in introduced a, in, in one of the before she's, in, she gets she's to the, introduced in the in the second, you know, main book in that prison. And then you go back and now we're discovering her her background. Who's introduced in the YA book? The first one is the the assassin, the 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 infiltrator, the little girl, that, right? That what's his face helps, and then in the second like major book, she's a huge character. Yes, yes. Because I'm first okay, reading, that, I'm that like, may be what it is. I'm supposed to know this character, and then I realize like, oh no, she's the one that yeah, yeah. that uh, I can never remember any of their names. I can't either. <laughs> or if I remember their names, I don't remember who they I, are. I'm having the same thing with with Thrawn right now. The new Thrawn book. I gotta finish that Ronin book just to figure out if I can. That Thrawn book is huge. It's huge. It's it's half huge. again the size of the second one. And it's such a slow burn to get into it. The second one was too. I kept waiting for something to really happen. Oh. Then I got to the end. I'm like, oh, so that's it. Okay. And then you know how the the second one had like the memories or the you mm-hmm. know the interludes. Oh yeah, God, there's lots of interludes. Y- and you have to get through those because there's a payoff with them. And yeah. You, no, I liked the second book a lot. I did I the second book. Uh, this, to me, the second book was much easier to get into than this book. Interesting. And this book is is the is the climax of it of, mm-hmm. the, of the trilogy. I think this is the one that leads to the first Thrawn book. We have the the new canon Thrawn book where the Empire fights him. Yes, I think that's part of the problem is you forget where this is set. Well, because you also remember because here he mentions because the way about, the, the way about, that they describe it, it. It definitely is, if you're reading the description, it's definitely what he does to end up with the Empire. Correct. And the, the, the illusion that seems to be there is he does it to sacrifice himself to save the Chiss Ascendancy. Yes. So we'll just see how that is or how that happens. And he's like, I, I think they even mentioned in the first one that he, he gets either excommunicated or he gets... We know, he says he's he's been exiled, I think. Yes, exiled. In the first book. He's, he says, tells the Empire he's been exiled, but you always kind of have that idea like, no, I think he goes just to see what the threat is. And well, then he becomes a part of that threat. Because well, it's funny because, you know, he does mention, 
Because remember, that book, that first book, it jumped. Remember there was the one book where it was just Anakin, him, and Padme. That's the second book. Or the second book, yes. The so second book is, is when he goes... In that first trilogy. Yeah, when he goes to, before the Emperor to do the modern time, the OT time. Right. When he's like, he's met uh, Anakin before. Yes. Or he's met Darth Vader before. He doesn't know that Darth Vader's Anakin. That's what it no, is. No, he does. Does he? Okay. Yeah, because... Because in the, he, he figures in the out, second book, it's the Emperor. It's kind of surprising. Like, they've met each other before. He he didn't meet Darth Vader. He met Anakin. He meets Anakin during the Clone Wars. And then Wars. he realizes he, he's one of the first ones to put two and two together, that right. Anakin and Darth Vader are the same. But in even in this book, in this trilogy, remember, he's mentioned... You know, this is post-Clone Wars. Yes, yeah. he, that he went they to... They know the Empire exists. Lesser space, and he, he got mm-hmm. the uh, shield generator, and he met Skywalker... Mm-hmm. And they, he knew about the Force a little bit, you know, because they don't think the Force is the Force. They think it's just a third sight for their navigators. Ethan, read a book. Read a book. I do read books. Learn a just book, not, Seth. Just not Star Wars books. What's the last book you read? Was it post-high school? Yes. Are we sure? Yes. What's the last book you read? Uh, there's an autobiography or a biography for Owen Hart that I read. Ah. Biography. I just finished up before the throne. I re-listened to Ready Player One and Ready Player Two. They're so good. I I love those books so much. Glad you do. Um. So uh, Disney showed off the uh, quote-unquote real lightsaber for the uh, Galactic Hotel this week that no one could touch. Well, the funny thing is, they show, I, I watched the video of it, and it wasn't the, you know, they didn't show you the, the lightsaber actually coming out like it's supposed to. They just showed you... Why like, can't the lightsaber just be gay? Why do you have to... <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, you know, it's supposed to be a retractable, right, lightsaber? Mm-hmm. They didn't show that. They just showed it in front of a wall that, you know, shoots laser beams that you, you have to block. And then the laser beam will change a different color if you successfully block well, it. Character actor will block. Yes, because you're, you're not, not allowed, allowed to, to touch, touch the new lightsaber. Which is the thing that people I'm paying five thousand dollars for this trip and I don't have I don't get to touch the lightsaber. No, you do not, sir, because if you end up hurting yourself, that's a big ass lawsuit. It's not a real plasma sword or a laser sword. If you break it. Uh, yes, if you break it, is. that's the problem. They only have like one or two, and if you break it, they're screwed. That's how expensive they are, and that's why you have to pay $5,000 to stay for one night. It's a cruise. It's two nights, by the way. Well, good for you. When are you going? First four months are already booked. It's, everything's booked. Yeah. Better get on that quick. Yeah. You're not going to be able to go. You can't. The first voyage, as they put it, is, mm-hmm. is gone. Yeah. You got Bethany on board Look, with, with that, the, right? with the amount of time that we would need to save up the money to go, I think we'll oh, no, be fine. He doesn't matter. He's, he's got he's to do it. He's got to go right away. He's not going to let other people. I go want to it. go. Beth goes. Would you rather want to do that or go to the Caribbean or go to Paris or something? Like, that's tough. Yeah, that's a trap. Yeah, <laughs> that's a total trap. The answer. It's is, a trap. The answer is Paris. <laughs> yeah. Where or else, we, or else, like, hey, we're recording today. I don't know. Are we recording at Bethy's place or <laughs> Rich's place? Because they're now different. <laughs> the correct answer is wherever you want to go, honey. Mm-hmm. You know where that is, so you yeah. don't want to start working on that. And she's like, well, I don't want to go to the Caribbean because you don't want to live. Leave. You won't want to <laughs> live. <laughs> he gets there like, oh, kill me now. No, you I won't make it place. out alive because you're like, how much rum is here? 
He's, really, he's, going, he's like, really gonna try to jet ski on I, some turtles or he's something. He's gonna jet ski on rum. <laughs> They're really gonna go. Where's the rum? Why is the rum gone? That man over there. He's had all of it. You drink all the rum in the Caribbean. So um He's more rum now than man. Speaking of Thrawn, it looks like uh we we now know that the Ahsoka series is going to be Following the adventures of Ahsoka looking for Thrawn. Because mm-hmm. we have a casting for Sabine Wren. Yeah. Which, I'm sorry, that girl looks exactly like Sabine. What's her name? Uh, Natasha Lau or Lee? Natasha. Natasha. What, what was her name? I, I, don't, I didn't have it written down. Maybe we should write stuff down. We should, really. We should really produce a show. Natasha Lou. Natasha Lou Bordizio. 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 One of these is not like the other. Uh, but it does look like it will follow the adventures uh, leading after the uh, end scene or the post credit scene of Rebels, where Ahsoka goes and picks up. Uh, hey, loser, get in. We're going to go find Ezra. <laughs> well, doesn't it see. It, so maybe the Mandalorian, where we meet her in the Mandalorian, is in between. It's before before the end of Rebels. Maybe. I all I had said was that that's that that's what she's doing. Yeah, that was the thing. Like whatever the, the her, her mission is to you know like okay we're gonna go find Ezra is here, which would be weird because she wasn't there when Ezra disappeared. That no. she would take that on by herself. Like I gotta go find Thrawn. She has no connection to Thrawn. Correct. Because she's not in the end. So I don't, I don't know. It, I, it'll be. I don't know. Uncle Dave will tell us. I mean, he's running. Uh, he's running Lucasfilm now, right? Because they didn't give a contract extension to Kathleen Kennedy. Oh wait, they did. <laughs> I saw somebody talk about the uh, Hasbro Lab thing, and they said, "Who's running this? Kathleen Kennedy?" Yes, because she's to blame for everything. <laughs> Anything that's wrong with Star Wars, she's what. She only made a couple billion dollars for for Lucasfilm, and she's only been with Lucasfilm since the early nineties. It's also she doesn't make the final creative decision. I know that's the thing that's. Whatever, but it, but then again, if you didn't have Kathleen Kennedy, you wouldn't have Rogue One. If you didn't have, Kathleen you wouldn't Kennedy, have Mandalorian. Disney would have never had it, right? And I know everyone's like, "Oh, Disney screwed up because they made it woke." I still don't understand. They're like that, that's an insult to you. I'm like, I'd rather be awake than asleep. So. <laughs> Call me woke really isn't an insult. I mean, that's not. I saw that the other day. Like calling us woke is not the insult you think it is, because it's the only way to insult each other. You know, just like where people throw out, the, you know, the communist. You're a communist. You don't even know what that means. Like, this isn't, you know. I don't think you understand. What, no. What, Let me tell you the secret. I don't think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> it's because when white people don't understand something, they either make fun of it or get angry mm-hmm. about it. And then they call it woke. And, it's like, oh. and Rich doesn't understand me, so that's why he makes fun of me all the time. None of us understand you. <laughs> <laughs> Another example. If <laughs> I was the only person that made fun of you, I would give you that. The two of you in here are the the whitest ones out of the three of us. <laughs> so by your logic, when white people don't understand something, they make fun of it. Which one of us do you think is whiter than the other? Who's more Caucasian? We were doing this at work where we were ranking people because Streets is like one of the whitest people I've ever seen. But then so is Sam. And so is Brandon. And I was like, oh, man. And then we got Todd. And I'm like, oh, he, ch- he changed his name. Like, that's the most white thing pretentious white people, I've changed my name to something else. Sort of thing. And I'm like, hmm. 
I'm just starting ranking. So it'd be interesting. Well, as far as I know, I'm French, Irish, German, and Italian. I'm definitely Italian. German and Italian. That's not that's not what I'm talking about though. I'm just talking about like in terms of like who is that like that's that dude that's Caucasian. He's got nothing. He's got no style. He's got no swag. He's got nothing. Oh, that's you. <laughs> I don't think it is. Over me? Oh yeah. I have long hair. Yeah, that makes you super white. I have piercings. That makes you super white too. I have a tattoo. Again, this is all <laughs> this is all basic white people stuff. Whatever. Oh, it's it's so basic. I gotta go get myself a tattoo. The only thing more basic is you put it right up on your above your ass. And it just said exit only. <laughs> That's probably a tattoo he's got too. So Sabine. <laughs> yeah, she's not white. No. But she doesn't she, have a tattoo. She does we look know a lot like that character, which I'm so glad. Because now no one can you know, people are still gonna be pissy and do you do you think so? Yeah. I haven't seen anybody complaining. Have you, have you not seen the internet in the last 15 years? Have you not seen Star Wars? Look, all I've seen people complaining about for the last remember when 48 we, hours is the Rancor. Remember when Rosario Dawson was first cast for Ahsoka? And how much everybody gave shit for all of that? Now. Over and over and over again. No. And then they saw the episode and they're like, oh, we were so. Oh, they were, no, fighting, you're they off were, base. They you're were off fighting base. for Rosario. I had a problem with it because I don't think either of these characters should be in live action. Correct. And both of those characters should have had their stuff done in animation. But this is where Correct. we're at. So, okay. Everybody wanted Rosario. They loved Rosario. They thought the, she should be it. She the complaint be was because it was a lot of traditionalists. Felt it was uh, Clone Clone Wars traditionals felt it was unfair to Ashley to take that character away from her that she a character that she has I didn't see that completely embodied. What I saw was people who basically everybody was super happy to have Ahsoka come to live action. Everybody was super happy to have Rosario Dawson play it. It was my voice in the dark in the corner that was like, I don't no give me give me, I don't need this I don't need it at all and I still don't need it here. Because now as we keep going, Book of Boba Fett might be the most original thing we'll see for the next five years. Because everything else is just going to be continuations of Dave Filoni's Cologne Wars and Rebel Story. Like, how many more times are we just going to keep I, going I, with I Rebels? I have a feeling Book of Boba Fett's going to have... Book of Boba Fett's going to have a lot of... It's going to have a lot of Dave Filoni then, characters show up. It's, I think if we did, we would already know about it. As much as didn't get hidden from the, the second season of Mandalorian, I mean, we knew everybody that was in it. Except for in Luke. In addition for, because Luke wasn't even real. It was a computer for most of it. Um, but that's the thing. If you have a character that's going to be a part of a story, Bo-Katan, Ahsoka. We didn't really know Bo-Katan was going to be in it. We knew Bo-Katan was in it. Katie Sackhoff revealed Bo-Katan was in it like six months before we ever saw an episode. Did we? Yep. We knew Bo. We knew Bo-Katan was going. The problem was is when I saw that that casting, I was like, "Oh, oh, great, cool. She's playing some Mandalorian chick. She was in. She was in Clone Wars. She was. Totally forgot. Really? Yeah, I forgot what the hell that name was. Um, I'm not as attached to Clone Wars as you are. I watched it once, and that's kind of all I've done with it. It didn't make me just go like, "Oh my god, everything in this is, you know." I knew there were a bunch of characters in it, but I was much more into Rebels and kind of thought more about Rebels than I did ever with Clone Wars. Um, I'm also terrible with names. Like I said, can't remember. You're much name. better at them than I am. No, I'm much better at at pronouncing them. <laughs> okay. Once I know that. who it is, I'll give you that. If there's a character I know that is important, maybe maybe that would be it. I but will give you that. Devastator, you're like, uh, 
Who's that thing that all the other Transformers? Well, that's not pronouncing. Do? That's just completely yeah, brain fart. But that's kind of the thing. Is is it would be like me telling you the Devastator, and you wouldn't remember what Devastator was, which you don't do very often. Right. You usually do. You, you're better at recalling that stuff than I am, because um, I'm pretty sure I already have Alzheimer's. Uh, I don't know who you people are. Or why I'm here? Uh, why is there a microphone in front of? What are we talking? What about? are we doing? <laughs> what year is it? Um, but no, it's. I think. I think for the, it's going to be that same. I don't think we'll see as much of that. Hopefully, we'll see new characters in. In. Um, Would you want to see somebody like Cad Bane in Bo- Book of Boba Fett? That one, I don't care one way or the other. What about Bosk? The thing with Bosk is we wouldn't get Bosk's story. Like he's, only, I mean, we've only seen on screen him for five seconds. Right. The only reason we know anything about him is because everybody else fleshed him out for the last forty something. Because years. remember, we got a whole list of the casting for Co- for Kenobi, and we knew there were there was, there was names in there, and there were yeah. actors that were in there. We're going, yeah, Han's in it too. <laughs> what the character who plays Han in Fast and Furious is in that is in Kenobi. Oh, yes. So yes. When, that, when they released that Not thing, Han I'm like, Solo. exactly. So like, hey, Han's in it. And I, everyone lost their mind. Exactly. What I'm thinking like, of what's his name that was Han in uh, Solo. No. Um, but we were looking at it going, oh. Cad Bane makes that sense. That could be Cad Bane or that could be this character. That could be Mon Mothma. That could be this person. The problem with Cad Bane is the same problem I have with if you ever bring Darth Maul back as live action is it has to be a specific voice. Totally. Because Cad Bane's voice is Cad Bane's voice. I mean, that thing but is... But that's what we said about Ahsoka. I didn't say that about Ahsoka. What Maybe. I said is, is once you do Ahsoka, you're not going to dub it. Right. And that's the thing is, Ahsoka, for me, that voice versus Whitmer doing Darth Maul now... Sure. I, I, don't, I can't see him on screen without Whitmer doing But the, the other thing anymore. is, Whitmer has already been... He does live action. I know he where, does where Ashley hasn't done live action no, since she we, was did we, we doing beat this. We beat this thing to death. Whatever the because everybody was mad at me because Smolder Brothers. There's, there's were. no way she was on the Smother Brothers. No, <laughs> she wasn't on the Smother Brothers. She did that that uh, Cody and whatever Sweet Life thing. She was in an episode or two of those. I forgot their names. <laughs> Cody and Ru- and Riverdale. <laughs> no, Cody was Riverdale. Oh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> okay. If whatever, remember, if whatever was right, his Cody, brother name? Cody is Zach and Cody. Sweet yeah. life of Zach and Cody. There it is. <laughs> I feel we got their start there. But she was on like an episode or two of that. Oh, that was the only live action I think she's really no, done. I, since. I said that I didn't think she had the live action chops to be sure Ahsoka. Um, because I don't think Whitmer would play him. I think it would be a stunt person, and then it would be Whitmer done. played him as in in the uh, in Solo. But is that actually Whitmer? That's him. I thought that was an, an actor. No, that, that, that's him. Voice. Interesting. I'm pretty sure it's him. I don't think it was him. Well, for him, it's for Maul, it would be easy because it's a lot of just prosthetics and makeup. So well, yeah, so is, make him but look. so is Ahsoka. Yeah. I'm, I'm so not opposed to Whitmer up. doing it. No. If if they make Whitmer the live action Would you rather have would you rather have Maul or Vader in Kenobi? If you had to if you had to have one. Maul. Me too. I think Maul's story with Kenobi is just as tied in. And in that time period, well, he can't be, though. That's the thing. Because he's rebels. definitely dead. Like, that's, I still, I mean, I mean Kenobi's going to be weird. Kenobi's going to be weird. 
It'd be weird to see Ahsoka's going to be because I'm I'm surprised by how many people agreed with me when they revealed that storyboard. As I'm looking on the internet, that a lot of comments were like, "No, I don't want that. I don't want Vader in this." You know, would you want? Would you accept Dash Randar showing up in Book of Boba Fett? What do you mean by accept? Because you hate that character. I don't hate that character. I don't like that character, but I don't hate that character. Okay, you don't like I don't, that I don't get the love for that character because that character was so obviously designed. Here's the thing. Dash Rendar is a basic character. It's a someone sitting there oh, going, sure. how the hell do we write this without Han Solo? I don't know. Put in Han Solo. Yeah. And so that's what they did. It's funny is that, you know, the... the uh, Marvel the, Comics was able to do two years worth of comic books, three years worth of comic books between 1980 and 1983 with Han Solo. Yeah. Without Han Solo, sorry. And they had even said... You know, looking back with with Joe Duffy and some of the other people in the editors, where they're like, "We were scared to death because right. we weren't allowed to tell any of that story, and we just lost the most popular character in the comic." But you need to have that archetype, uh, archetype with the right. But Marvel was able to do it without him. That's the thing. You gave you Rick Duel, but Rick Duel's past was all connected to Luke. Sure, and he also wasn't in every issue. They gave themselves one issue to do the flashback, um, where you see Han when they first go to Stenix or something like that which is the, the setting of my favorite like little two-sucker where they go to find Bosk and IG-88 because they think they have uh, Lando and Luke. That's why when they were like, oh, Lando and Luke are going to have new adventures in a book. And I'm like, yes, that's what I did. Yeah. That's what Marvel did. Yay, that was awesome. Um, what about having Kira show up? Because you could have the syndicate show up. It seems to be a mob thing. Because you, you, uh, you could have it's Black be, Sun and Prince it's be a crime. You can do all that type of stuff if they want to. Yeah, I don't really want to speculate until we actually see it. We got the trailer. We know kind of what's already in it, mm-hmm. and the idea that I'm it's glad. Not, I'm glad. That the only reason I'm going to because we had talked about it, and I'd seen it on there. Whether it was going to be a series that is, here's what happens after his time in Mandalorian, or if it was going to be flashbacks to his time in the galaxy, right? And it seems to be the the former. It's going to be a sequential series of what happens after. Well, I'm glad it's that way because th- th- you can also it veers it away from the Mandalorian, but since it's still set in the same time period, if you want to have a crossover, you still can. That's when you have some of those characters that you're talking about. You got to remember this is, I mean, we haven't seen Cad Bane at this point in 25 years. Right. You know, from where we see him in Clone Wars. Cause he's not going to have Hondo show up. Yeah. You get Hondo. We, we know Hondo. Yeah. We know Hondo's at the end also. So Hondo would be the character that would be interesting to do. Cause they just take that robot and do it. Well, here's, here's something just that, put the, just put the animatronic on the screen. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> But here's something that's uh, that's uh, starting to show up, or people are starting to question. Who was the gang that had Gogru that very first episode of Mandalorian? And some people are now going, was that an offshoot of Hondo's gang? I think they're just there. I mean, sometimes a gang's a gang. Right. That's a, yeah. Snoke is Snoke. I mean, sometimes we don't need I know. a it, it, But, you know, it, it's, the, it's that group of Star Wars fans that have to know. No, I know. Everything just, has to connect someone to Someone had him, and then they went and got him. Right. Hell, it could have been somebody who didn't like Moff Gideon and was trying to keep him from him. Well, that was just somebody took him from the Empire, and they said, you know, they they were saving him. They were actually the good guys, and then, uh, you know. But that doesn't work because you have uh, Quill that says, no, they were, you know, invading and they were ransacking mm-hmm. the town and everything. Um, I just thought it was an interesting little, you know, little idea that you could have. Idea. Uh, but there, I mean, there are so many possibilities, and we are getting ready to have Mandel or uh, Boba Fett, Bo- Book of Boba Fett. Damn, Boba Fett. 
come out. Boba and Fett. They did Boba just. Foot? The reason that I, I wondered about Dash Randar is because they just added them to that uh, Galaxy of Heroes game. Which I thought, really? Yeah. That's, uh, and he's got to be showing up because nobody's playing that game knows who the hell he is. Right? It's just out of the blue. And I was like, Someone, I was like some 40-year-old's like, yeah, Shadows of the Empire, bro. That's why it was just a sub little sub you know little adventure. It said Shadows of the Empire, and it was you know Dash Render. And I'm like, what the hell? Nobody knows what that is. The only thing that remembers that is the N64. Hey, so uh, next week I want to do our Thanksgiving episode and what we're thankful of within the year of 2021 as far as pop culture. So start thinking of it now, and if. If Doug or if White Chocolate or Brandon or any of these well, people doing, that actually listen. I'm doing the podcast for Doug, so I don't think he's going to do it. <laughs> Want to, you know, give us what, you know, uh, something of their pop culture that they were thankful of. I'm thankful that Doug was on the show this year because <laughs> it had expanded it a little bit. And Doug's thankful that I can go record on Tuesday. <laughs> we got the call today, like, can you record on Tuesday with Eddie? I'm like, yeah, sure. But I so well, yeah, start thinking about that, and we'll we'll talk about that. And we'll talk about uh, tell you what it is right now. The movie theaters open back up. <laughs> we'll talk about Ghostbusters since we're getting ready to go to see that. That's why I thought we were recording after. I thought you wanted to talk. About I was going to, but then I thought because Beth has to work early, and you know, just be it come in, we'd end up eating dinner, and we would end up watching SNL. And just you know, it'd be easier to do it this way. And besides, you know, if we talk about it and I put it up tomorrow, then you know, no one's gonna listen to it. <laughs> We could have put it up yesterday. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going like that. I need. I need. A, I, need a, I always. Forget. This is why we need a producer, is so I can have them do the buttons, and I don't have to. Well, if you want to keep driving down to Venice or wherever the hell we were. Oh wait, we got kicked out of there. That was like seven years ago, wasn't it? I know. I was looking in. I was going through. Like was the last time Travis cared about us. That was crazy. <laughs> I was going through uh, like. With Arabella, the Monster High, you know, dolls from uh, Monster High. the exclusives from Another Way to Fight from San Diego Comic Con to see which one she had. She only missed two, and I'm looking at the one with the Ghostbuster that you remember she did. She dressed up as a cosplay, and I 3D printed the Slimer. It was 2016. I'm like, I've had a 3D printer since 2016. That's like that's crazy. We still haven't made that much. We still haven't done much. <laughs> All right, so on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Make sure you check us on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter. And Instagram. We've done a long time. On Instagram. Ethan was a big part of it. I know. And on... Uh, yes, my, my contributions of the title, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Yeah. Figure <laughs> out which one Cody was. This episode. <laughs> and, he, you know, he was sitting there the whole time when I was struggling through it going, I know the answer to this. I'm just going to wait. That's, oh, yeah. No, that's, I well, used to watch that show. That was you did. Admit it, you did. That's how you knew the name. Watched a few episodes, yeah. Everyone didn't sit there religiously watching it. You watched it for Ashley Tinsdale, Tinsdale right? No, that was me. <laughs> I watched one episode. I was like, who is this? Who is oh, this? A, wait, is, is that the chick from... Oh, that's the chick from uh, from High School Musical. What they say? Because it was the when they were on ABC7, ABC 7 in the morning. It was like mm. mobile after. <laughs> the early ones. Oh, that's right. You used to watch... Isn't it odd now that you used to watch Hannah Montana? I didn't used to watch Hannah Montana either. I didn't watch any of these Disney shows religiously. They're just all in the background. <laughs> I didn't watch them religiously. They were just all in the background. What? Just throw something stupid on and play it in the background. 
So everything you have to watch. <laughs> That's the title of Rich's biography. <laughs> Throw something stupid on and watch it in the background. No, I said mine was going to be learning to speak rich. And then I thought that might be that might give people the wrong impression of the book. This guy doesn't have any money. <laughs> All his money's tied up in Hasbro Pulse. <sighs> you know, part of me is glad that that's going to fail. All you have to do is cancel it. Then you don't have to worry about it. But then if it passes, if it goes through, then I'm going to be mad that I didn't get it. Make your piece now. I'd make my my piece, my piece with it. I knew I wasn't going to back that that first year. I'm like, this is not happening. Then again, you know. And then everyone's like, "You're gonna buy it in a couple of years." I'm like, if I know I don't want it now because I don't think it's worth three fifty, I'm not gonna want it for nine hundred and five years. It's gone down to forty eight seventy one. Yeah, I lost another seventeen people since the last time I posted it. Uh huh. That is the only Haslab in history that's gone backwards. I know. <laughs> I know. None of them have even lost. You know, like if they if they announce a tier for something, and fifty people are like, "I don't want that," and they cancel, you had one hundred and fifty people add. Yes. So it's never it's never gone backwards. I'm convinced where it's consistently gone backwards. I'm convinced that some of those guys in the group are plants by Hasbro. No, I don't, I don't think it's that. Far. As, as I don't think Hasbro's in those groups, they would have known this <laughs> isn't this isn't going to work. It's it's been bizarre, especially with when we think of the history of it, how long it took us to get to a black series. Yeah, and the fact that we got, you know, we got that tease in the spring. Uh-huh. We're finally going to do Black Series. It's not a character, and it's not a vehicle, and it's not a diorama. And the excitement that people were that it was Rancor. No, it wasn't exciting. That's that's the problem. If they were in those groups, they would have seen. When everybody figured out it was the Rancor, for every comment, it was like, that's cool. There were two comments that said, I'm already passing. I don't understand why you're doing that. Because I think they felt, like I did, when you figured out the dimensions in terms of just the height. Right. That it wasn't worth it. Like. Why not for four, not for 350. That's the things. Remember when we were talking about it and I said, you can't just offer that figure as a, ha- as a HasLab. It's only worth $125. Right. If you're going to release the speeder, release the Rancor. And I said that here now, and I think that might actually happen. If this doesn't pass, with the money they've put into it, it's not a ton. Right. It's not a ton. They have one prototype. You wasted the man hours of everyone that developed it, right? Okay. Right. But... You haven't paid for the, the tooling yet. You haven't paid for the plastic yet. You haven't paid for the... And I think one of the things that people don't realize now is shipping from Hong Kong to here is massively more expensive than it was even three years ago. Correct. Even a year ago. And that's got to be in. Like, I wouldn't be surprised to see if they barely made anything on the sail barge. Yeah. Because you imagine how much it costs to, to ship something that A three-foot-long box? Yeah. A huge box. And it's like three by two. Yeah. It's, it's square footage is insane. When you're taking up that much container space... They have to charge you for it because mm-hmm. that means something else isn't coming. Right. You know, if you share it with like Mattel, but you're like, no, the whole container has to be us because all of our product is three feet by two feet. They're going to charge you yeah. extra because you can't, you can't buy it from them. Well, that's what I was it. trying to, you know, everybody's talking about, well, you know, these perks and, and you know, the perks are so good and everything. These perks are things they found lying around because most of their cost for this thing is, is the Rancor the and perks, the shipping of the Rancor. And this is the, the problem that I've had with all those guys. are like, well, this is what they've done before. And the extreme example is we used to own slaves before. <laughs> so are we just going to keep going? Because that's the way it right, was. Right. And that's, extreme, I mean, that's it's, it's extreme. a terrible extreme example. But it's still the thing of going, I've been proven right when I said you had to do something different from the start. And the reason I said that from the start is that every time, go through the whole thing, the spring, Everyone figured out it was the Rancor. Uh-huh. Barely anybody was really excited for it. The comments were more negative than positive. 
And I know it's a it's a vocal minority that's on the internet. The comments but it's were there. more for the perks that they thought but they were going to get. And that's the, and so then then you had Patrick screw up. Yes. And say well, you know when we do the rancor, I mean the Haslab, yeah. we knew what it was. And again, no one was really excited because all of them, like me, said, "How are you going to make the right rancor a Haslab project?" Right. That was my concern. I said that is not a two hundred and fifty. There's never been anything less than two fifty. Right. If I remember right. I don't remember how much. Well, there was, there was the uh, Transformers one that was under. What was the tra- was it Victory 180. Saber under? Yeah. It was oh. 180. And maybe Cookie Monster was too. I don't know. But Probably. We're right around 250 to 300 for every single Haslab. What I said here, if you're going to do the Rancor, you got to give me like a diorama or something. If they are. <laughs> well, no. you got to give me the, the, that, I know. that piece. Because give you the gate. My point was. A real gate. You can't justify that creature yes. by itself for 350 So that's why I didn't back it right away. I said, let me see what the first perk is. And the first perk was worthless. Yeah. The second perk was worthless. The third perk is worthless. Mm-hmm. And especially the fact that they, they, they tell you on Friday, we're going to give you what you guys have been waiting for. Right. Here's Luke and Salacious Crumb. What? Yeah. No. You're not paying attention if you think that's what we were waiting for. Yep. Yet another version of Luke. Fantastic. Great. And the only reason they did that is because they're just going to resell it in two years. Well, that's what I told Ethan. I said, that figure, they're already planning on doing that. So there's mm-hmm. they're not losing any money or they're not having to spend any extra money. And you could have done the same thing and if you did Malachi. And the Crumb, they already just re... You know, yeah. Disney Parks paid for that new mold. Yeah. And it's it's got a little bit of movement, right? It's got, it it's, it's got the it's arms... Got the articulation. Yeah, so that's... And the, and the original, the arms and the legs and the head moved. And... You know, packaging, I, I'm one that says, you know, I enjoy the new packaging or whatever, as long as it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense for a Hazlab project. I, it and makes I sense. said that. If they told me, look, we're going to do we're gonna do the 40th anniversary for Return of the Jedi. Those figures are going to be twenty seven ninety nine because we're giving you a coin. Mm-hmm. We'll give you two new figures, just what we did with Empire, just what we did with the, start, with the original trilogy, with the New Hope. We're going to give you repacks and two figures that are going to come out in the regular line or whatever. Okay. Then I'll accept why those were more. You're, you're giving me a metal coin or a fake metal coin, whatever you want. Right. To do that in a Haslab project where you're saying it's $350 and we know you guys are collectors. Right. Collectors. You're not going to open them. Right. And I'm not paying $350 to put three figures on my wall. Right. And have a Rancor that's sitting in front of cardboard. Yeah. And unpainted bones. You know, oh, they're, they're super bright white. You couldn't give me, you know, the, the bones. <laughs> Come on. Well, they did show, they, I, I did see where. Like the bones are, they're a little bit painted, and they're like yeah. one of them has like a like a crown or something that's painted. They went back and painted them, whatever. But to not have the painted, I, I just no, I, I agree. I don't know how these guys keep defending it when all of us that have been railing against them for what they're saying have been proven right. And everybody keep now the defense well, is you know, none of them have been painted before. None, they didn't show you the painting that the first time. I was like the Sentinel was painted. The Sentinel was so was uh, the prototype was painted. Yeah, the barge was the, the, like we get the barge. The barge is enormous, but they you know, showed Galactus you. But they, was, they, Galactus was painted. They didn't have to do a special event just to show you the paint. Exactly, it should have been painted. And when they say, "Well, that's what they've done before. That's what they've given you before," it obviously wasn't going to work. And I knew that from the start because of how unexcited anyone was for it. Well, everybody keeps saying, "Not anyone." Everyone keeps saying, "Well, it's not." It, this is a crowdfunding thing. It's not about the perks. You're you're buying the product. Don't don't you want that the product? That makes my argument for me. I know. If it's not the perks, what am I paying three fifty for? I'm not right. paying three fifty for fourteen inches of plastic. Right. Especially when this this thing is about the same size. This is about the same size as the Tie Fighter. 
the yes, roughly. If you think of square footage again, right? If you think of bulk, because yes, you know, when the arm span goes out, yes, higher and it goes up, but you're not posing them like that. Correct. I don't need two feet of shelf space to pose them. I need 16 inches. Yep. That's All not right, bad boy. If you don't. <laughs> Don't put that on the soundboard. I need 16 inches. That's going to be the title of the episode. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap things up so we can get the Ghostbusters. Maybe we'll get somebody to listen to it. All right, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.